You will, but I won't be able to see all your handsome faces. That's for sure. Okay. Good day, Gamora. Um, we are good morning, everybody. We are starting. Um, when I see Mr. Moshe Newhouse uh, coming in, Noivirt coming in, I'll tell him where you hold. You tell him, you're right, because I can only, right now, actually, I only see you, Michael, on it. Okay. Good day, Lamet. Hey, Omid Base. We are at the bottom, Tanan. So we finished yesterday talking, and we're continuing a little bit today about Tanaloi Bechitim, Mahidaloi Besoyim. We're talking about my shore was Mazik yours. You tied Pinchas as actually, Pinchas tied as Aaron, your big shore was Mazik. That way I can collect from the big one. I tied as the small one. Pinchas can only collect from my small shore. The Shaila is, why could he even collect from my small shore? According to because after all, Pinchas never tied my my small short. Did he's maskim that not? He says I only owe him chitim, not soyrim. So why do I have to pay soyrim? So that was the din total chitim by soyrim, and we finished with the concept: Is it the you owe me a hundred dollars? So when I say fifty, I'm a mixes of kaim l'shab or no? Not a way that mixes. You said I owe you chitim, and I say I owe you sirim. It's not just I'm saying it's fifty dollars. It's not that. The other two elements before we go continue in the sugya to talk about is Rajba asks over here and says, I don't understand. The Gemara said we finished kishetofas. Why could I'm a gansim potter. Why could Pinchas take at least my the money from my shirt cotton? If I'm still, I the mazik, I'm still masking my moida that my store goal. Uh, uh, okay. And if not, so there's a concept of why why are you, why am I potter l'shalem b'chlal and rabbi bar why does Rabbi Nossin say I'm Potter? Because Pshat is, there's a few ways to look at it. The Roshanim learned that Mistama Pinchas was Michael me to Sairam. So therefore, I'm Potter to pay from Sairam. Yes, I'm asking that I owe Pinchas Sairam. Why didn't he Because So I owe nothing. There's no proof. He does not prove that I owe him. I that I did. Yeah, but is because. So the other thing that you're saying him talk about is can you later on like we learned before the sugyas about. I was joking with you, but I really. Don't mean it. Let's go into the Gemara, and we're going to learn today's Sugit. None. Two Shoyrim were, were Mazik, the two Shoyrim of Pinchas. One of my Tam, one is a Muyat. And this is where Pinchas says, Muyat is a Gesagodl. Your big your Shoyrim Muyat was Mazik, my Godl. That way I can get Nezak Shalom on the bigger laws. But Tam is a Gesagodl. And I say, look, Tam is a Godl. So you can only collect and therefore I pay only half of the um, of the godel for the tam and etc. But Lamaisi didn't bring a raya. So Oibazo is mashme. Sorry, in a case where 
he didn't bring a raya. Pilchus didn't bring a raya. Then what's Shkol Kedomer Mazik? So he takes only Kedomer Mazik. After all, it's Why? What is Pilchus Tainet? Pilchus Tainet is my, my Sher Muriad kicked his big Sher. And that, there's no proof on. He has no proof. So what do, what do you care that I'm asking by small Sher? But on them, he never kind of is the classical case of Tona Bechit and Bahoyde Besoyrim. The truth is, had he brought proof, Pimpis, he could take. Now that he doesn't bring proof, he gets nothing. But we learned the Bryce that if Pimpis doesn't bring proof, at least at least he gets from the Muyad, he gets at least for the cotton. And from the Godel, he gets from the Tam, he at least gets Chotzinezek. And over here, you want to say nothing. And for the Gemara, you know, Bryce is again the toughest. If he grabbed hold of it, it's a different story. Then the Moitzim Mechaber, it changes. But like it chill or not like that. Okay, so look the Mishnah. We learn the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, if we had two Shoras, one of them kicked uh, Pinchas' Shor, we don't know which one, then and if it's owned by two people, Pinchas gets nothing. But if both Shores are owned by one person, then Shneim Chayyotim. What does it mean, Shneim Chayyotim? Omle Rovim et Pruskil Ravashi. Shmamino, we learn that Shorm Tam Sheziku, if a person, if I have two Shor Tams, and one of them will learn like the Roshanim will learn, one of them was Mazik Pinchas Shor, we don't know which one, then Pinchas has the option, Rotsam Mezegoyve, Rotsam Mezegoyve. So when the Mishnah says, Shneim Chayovim, what does it mean? Pinchas doesn't know, I don't know which shore was actually Mazik of my two shores were Mazikim. Both are Meshubit too. Pinchas and Pinchas could be Goiva from this one or, or, or from that one, either one he wants. And that's the Loshen of Shneim Chayovim, both are Mechuyim, and there, there it is Chayovim. So the Ribet says that if the Kavonis Mishnah was to say that Pinchas collects 50% from this shore and 50% from that shore, the Mishnah should have said, Chayovim. But the, what does the Mishnah say, Shneim Chayovim? Is Mashmah that Pinchas could collect from either shore the full amount, right? In other words, again, I have two shores. One of my shores was Mazik Pinchas' shore. The Mishnah says, Shneim Chayavim. There's two ways to learn it. One way to learn it is, Pinchas could collect 50% from each of my shores. Zog then the Mishnah would have said, Chayavim. By the fact that it says, Shneim Chayavim, means that Pinchas can collect 100% of either one that he wants. He could connect uh, of either one. He can collect the full 100% of it. Okay. Uh, now, other Shainim learn that the Mishnah is talking about that both my Shoyim caused the Dehezek, but I don't know how much Chaznish brings, I don't know how much each of my Shoyim caused the Hezek. That means Pinchas's Shoyim suffered $100 damage. My two Shoyim, they both beat up on Pinchas's Shoyim, but we don't know how much each Shoyim caused the damage. On that, you have the din that I can collect from both, but otherwise not.
Okay, the nafkemina. Where will the nafkemina be? Let's say one of my shares got lost. Can Pinchas collect his full damage from the other shore or not? Again, my two shores beat up on Pinchas' shore. Either, according to the Chaznish, they both beat up. We don't know how much each one's chalik is. Or one of them only beat up. We say Pinchas has the opportunity to go after either one Shneim Chayyotin. So if I mean Shneim Chayyotin can collect the whole damage from either one, if, let's say, one of my shores gets at last, he can still collect from the other one. Because remember, a sure Tom is only Gufa. He can't collect from my other assets, only from the Shur itself. So if one of them gets lost, he can, the Hiddish is, he can still collect from the other one. He can collect from the other one. Zuk Ravashi. Ravashi says, I see a, a riot over here. Shmamino, a raya that shvarm tam shehuska from our Mishnah, Shneim Chayyab. The Gemara, no, it's not a raya. Ochmai Eskinim, you know why in the Mishnah you can collect from both? We're talking Aaron's two shores are shermuid. If they're shermuid, what's the alochem bechel? Then anyway, Pinchas can collect from any of my assets. So therefore, he can collect from anyone. But by a short time, maybe not. If we're talking about an Aaron safe. let's look at the next case of our Mishnah. The next case of our Mishnah was and one of my two shorm were a big one, and one of them was a cotton. And Nizakaymer Pinchas says, Your big shore kicked me. But Mazakaymer Loyalaki a cotton has it. We said, I'm Mitzimachaber, all of our Rai, you can only pick from the small shore. Who cares? What do we care? Pinchas knows his damages is 100 bucks. Even if my shore that kicked him is the small shore, and he could only collect $50, but that's when it's a short time. But if it's a short period, where do you collect from? Malia. You collect from my entire assets. So what do we care which shore it is? What do we care? The fact is a short period of mine. Picked him and Mamela, I owe a hundred bucks finished. So he saved the Beitura Malia Bolishluma. Omale, so Empedrashi, safer Betom and Bresha Mamiadim. The safer is Taka talking about a Tam, and therefore it makes a difference. But the Resha, where we said Shneim Chayobim, is Taka talking Bemuyat. Omlevacha Sablavashi, Ibe Moyadim. If we're talking by muyid, then the question is, what does it mean, shneim chayovim? The Mishnah says, we're saying the Reisha, when I have two shur that ran after Pidchis shur, one of them kicked Pidchis, we don't know which, they're both worth the same value, we said shneim chayovim, he can collect from either one. If we're talking that my shurs that kicked were shur muyid, Who's owes Pinchas the money? My ox owes him the money or I owe him the money? You. If it's a tam, then the ox owes him the money, right? Because he collects only Meguf Shalshar. So yes, I owe him the money, but it's from the body of the ox. It's Shaykh the Loshin Shneim Chayobim. But if we're talking about a Muyad, Chayobim Meboya, the Chayyab Gabrim Meboya, who owes it? The person owes it. And why does it say Besu and also my Shneim? Why would it say both if they're a muyid? Who owes him the money? Me. It's not a din in shneim. El is a gemara. You're right. Laolam, the Mishnah must be talking about betomim. I, you say, why shneim chayavim? I, you see, 
that he rots a mezegoyve, rots a mezegoyve. Ah, you know why? Rabbi Kiva, it goes according to Rabbi Kiva. The Omar we had, Rabbi Kiva says, what happens to Mazak and the Nizik? They become a Shutif. And therefore, it's not Stamish Shibut that I have on that. What do I have? Much more, I have ownership on that. And therefore, when the Mishnah says, what he means to say is, you know when I have to pay Pinchas? Only if both my Sherem exist. Because if both my Sherem exist, one of the shores kicked Pinchas's, and Pinchas has an ownership on one of the shores. Both exist. I can't tell Pinchas, hey, the shore that got lost, that's the one you have an ownership. If one of the Sherem no longer exists, for example, Joey, my two Sherem chased Pinchas' Sher down a lane. One of them gave it a good Zets, costed $100 damage, and Pinchas now comes, but they were sure moot, comes. And Pinchas now comes and says, hey, I want to collect your $100. And let's say one of my shards disappeared, one of those two shards. I tell Pinchas, sorry, you know, Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva says you became a 50% partner with me. You're right. You're a 50% partner. You know, with sure, the shard that disappeared, go find it and you can have your 50%. But the remaining shard, you can't come to me. And since you can't bring a proof, go find that shard. Meanwhile, I don't have to pay you. So therefore, when the Mishnah says, it doesn't mean that both of them are obligated and Pinchas can collect from either one. What it means is if both exist, then then Pinchas can collect because he says, I don't care which one kicked me, you anyway owe me half ownership in one of them. But if Shneem are not here, then I can tell Pinchas, Gai Tapavan. All right? Mechel Zamas, Joey, what it means, Gai Tapavan. Go tap a van, Joey, means go tap a wall somewhere. In other words, I'm giving you a fog, a fig, you get nothing. Look the Mishnah. Fourth parak, we're on a roll. You don't have to charge him for learning, but for teaching him Yiddish, you have to charge him, Joey. Yeah, 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 you're right. That's good. Okay, you're right. Zuck the, zuck, the, zuck the thing. Joey, you're going to be the... F- I couldn't hear. Hello? You're not cut okay. off. Okay, do you hear me now? I'm- yeah, now we hear you. Am I okay? Okay, let me know if I get off from my side. Bad cell, right? I'm okay. No, no. start well, the, on and off, on and off. Okay, I. You hear me, Michael? Yes. Now we, Michael, am I okay? Okay. Please let me know when I'm not okay. Okay? Please let me know. Zuk the Mishnah. Sure, starting the new pairing. Zuk the Mishnah. Sure, Shinogach. Sure goes and he, uh, uh, sure. What kind of sure? Sure, Tom. 
a short time, we said already, how much does a short time pay? Chotzinezek. Number second rule on a short time pays only Megufoy, not Malia. Only from the shor itself, it, it, it plays. We also learned the Machloikis Rabbi Shmol and Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Shmol says you, that you don't owe the shor, my 50% of my shor. You get paid for my shor, but you don't own it. It's only I have a lien on my shor. Rabbi Kiva says the minute my shor kicks your shor, you get an ownership of 50%. So let's learn and let's keep calm. A shor goes and it kicks, it has a good day. It goes and it kicks four or five oxes one after another. But it still remains a shor tamp. How's that possible, Michael? We know after kicking three times, he become a shermoid. How's it possible he becomes, he stays a short time? Lama learn in the Zayda. Let's learn the grandfather. Zuk Rashi. Shur Shinogachar While he kicked all four or five, he was still considered a tam. The Mishtala Megufai, which pays only Megufai, and we'll see why that's relevant. Rashi says, how's that possible? He kicks four or five times, he's still a tam. My shor sees a shor, and he kicks it. Then he sees another shor, and he doesn't kick. Then he sees the third shor, and then after kicking twice, he sees two or three shors, and he doesn't kick. That he's not even a a sure muid for a pattern. The sure ain't an asa muid because Rashi explains. We know a sure becomes a muid after kicking three times. There's two ways a sure could be a muid after kicking three times. After one could be he kicks three shores in a row without seeing a sure and not kicking, he becomes a sure muid. The other way is with a pattern. Let's say every second shore he kicks. So after kicking three times every second shore, he becomes a shore murid that also. That's called sirugin. He's kicking with a pattern. Rashi says, but what happens if he kicks five shores? There's no discernible pattern. First he kicks the first shore, then he kicks the second shore right away. Then he skips one, then he kicks the third, then he skips two, and he kicks the fourth. Then he skips one and kicks the fifth. There's no discernible pattern. He didn't kick three in a row. He still remains a short top. So back to the Mishnah. Everybody clear? Now, the truth is, we know there's almost always a pattern discernible. If you do the New York Times, you see 1357. What's the next number, Michael? Nine. But what happens if I throw you a curveball? I go 13578. And then... I go to 9, 11, 13, and then I go to 15. Now we start to see a discernible pattern. So the the Balimusers, as we say, we look at the world and we say things are random. HaKadosh Baruch Shapiro, I remember I heard Nefshachayim from him, said Meredith, and we're coming up on Purim already. Chanukah, we can talk about Purim already. People poor who are girls. We look at something and we say the way the world goes, you threw up the coin, every fourth coin it's supposed to drop. But then we see the fourth coin didn't drop. What do we say? It's an aberration of Teva. It's a change in the world. 
Hashem's way, you are only seeing a small picture and therefore you're saying this is an aberration in the world. If you were to see the big picture, meaning if you saw the coin tossed a million times, you would realize every hundred thousand time the pattern is that the coin changes and flips the other way. So if you'd see it a million times, you'd see the pattern. Who sees a million times? Only a Kaddish Baruch Hu sees a million times. So we look at something and we say it's an aberration. The day that Haman thought, according to the pattern of the world that he discerned, this is a bad day for Klai Yisrael, he threw the girl that day. In fact, not an aberration, not Hashem made a vest that he changed it. It's just you missed the pattern. The pattern is such that that day for that pattern it was always going to be a good day he missed the pattern because you don't see the full picture like Hashem so therefore I just thought this Rashi really about pattern a pattern we can only go with what we know as a pattern because Lambai said the big picture we don't know what the pattern of this shar is okay let's go and now how do you collect there's four people who are coming to Aaron to collect. Your short kick five shards. They're all coming to collect Chotzinezek. All of them want Chotzinezek. Where do you pay from? If it was a muyid, would be an issue. I have my they have to collect from all my assets. I have to give all my money away to pay for it. But since it's a sharp tam, where do they get paid? Only from the behemoth yeah. itself. So who gets paid first? Yeshalem la'achron shabam. Contra to what your mind would think, the last guy, the short kick, that's the guy who goes first and gets chotzinezek. Bim yeshpo, if there's money left, there's money left over afterwards, yachser lushafonah. Then you go to the previous one, bim yeshpo, yachser, and even after paying the second guy, the second to last guy is chotzinezek, yachser lushafonah, you go. But the last guy who got kicked, he's the one who collects first, and therefore, he's the winner because he's certainly going to get paid or he has the best chance, at least, of getting paid his Chotzinezek. Divri Rav Meir, Azoy Halt Rav Meir. And we're going to learn in the Gemara why Rav Meir says that way. Rav Shimon, Rav Shimon says, and Michael, you got to keep cup over here. Sure, sure, you're my mathematician. You know, it's he only knows trig- trigonometric. He doesn't know regular math. Let's take my ox is worth 200. It kicks your ox. It's worth 200. The is nothing. So how much do I owe you? A hundred. A time I owe you a hundred. How much is my share worth? 200. So, so far you're good. Now what happens though? My shor kicks another shor. He goes kicks mechel shor, also worth two hundred. Now mechel's the one who first takes a hundred bucks off the top. And you, Michael, don't get the other hundred. You now lose. I still keep 50 bucks and you keep 50 bucks. Let's think why before we go further. And because, and then then we'll be able to learn the whole Gemara. If we hold like Rabbi Kiva, the Olam should keep cop over here. This kick it in art scroll. Art scroll did his health and Lucy here. If, and I don't know that I'll help you either, but at least I'll try. Once my shore kicked Michael, Michael Shore, 
if we hold like Rabbi Kiva, who owns my shar now? Michael, Michael already owns 50% of the shar. Correct? Michael owns 100 bucks in it because Rabbi Kiva holds. As soon. Now when this shar kicks Mechel shar, who, who should lose the 100 bucks that Mechel shar is 200? We owe 100 bucks. Michael should pay 50% of that 100 bucks. Why? It's also his shore that kicked. So, in fact, what happens? Michael gets his 100 bucks because he's the last guy down the totem pole. He gets his chotzinazik. Michael, he doesn't get the other 100 bucks from me because I say, hey, Michael, I was going to get 100 bucks. But now our shore kicked Michael. So now that obligation is already shared between you and me. So, Michael, you're only getting 50 bucks. I'm keeping 50 bucks. Mechel has a big smile on his face. Now his smile is going to go away. Because now this same shore is going to kick a third time. Who's the partner now in this already? Mechel's also a partner in this also. Now, when he kicks Joey's shore, Joey, Lucy, I left you for the last because I know you want your full 100 bucks. Yeah, Mechel kicked Joey's shore. Joey now gets the full 100 bucks. Mechel is already a 50% partner over here. So Mechel's now getting 50 bucks. Me and Michael are reduced to a quarter each. We each get 25 bucks. Now we're going to go to the next level. And this shore now kicks Luzi's. Luzi's going to get the 100 bucks. Joey's going to get the 50 bucks. Mechel, you're going to get a quarter. Me and me and, uh, and Michael are going to get an eight each. Clear the Swara of Rabbi Shimon. If I hold like Rabbi Kiva, it's beautiful. If I hold like Rabbi Shmuel, then no way. Because according to Rabbi Shmuel, I still own the Shar all the way through. Michael had an obligation, but I still own the Shar. So when the Shar kicked again, why is Michael losing on that? I'm going to throw one additional curveball. Not so Michael didn't have patience. Michael was, was he said, you know, I don't know, Aaron's later going to say he lost the shore. Megufo Mishal, toughest, he grabs the shore. We're going according to Rabbi Shmuel. He grabbed the shore, it's not yet his. We didn't have our mother, but then it's not yet his. But what does Michael become? A shoimer. Now he really fudged himself. Because now when the shore kicks the next guy, I say, Michael... My hundred dollars that I still had, maybe I fifty hundred bucks was mishuba to you, but you became fully obligated on any future damage. Why are you fully obligated? Because it's you took the shore. It's your obligation of shmira. I have no more obligation of shmira. Only, but that doesn't kick in until I don't hear you. One minute, one minute, one minute, one minute. I I don't hear. I don't hear. One minute. Okay. One minute. Sorry. Maybe we shouldn't ask any questions. Oh, sorry. Now I hear you. What is it? A silly question? Nobody asks a silly question on this doc. No, Everybody's saying you can't, good. You can't, you can't hold him responsible until he doesn't go to Bezin. You can't, you can't well, say Excuse me. I, oh. I agree with Michael. Makes no sense what you're asking. You were, t Michael was toughest to shore. He said, I'm not waiting to Bezin. He took the shore. He had no right to take it. He took it. Let's say, and once he takes it, maybe it belongs to him, not irrelevant. 
certainly he's the shaymer now. You can't, if then the shark goes and causes damage to Mechel's thing, can you say, Aaron, why didn't you watch the shark better? What do you mean? My, Michael took it. It became his obligation now. So that's the second way where we could see that the damages get put on to the next level. And for Okay, Rabbi Sai. Now we go go back to the, we'll go through the Gemara in 15 minutes of Mirat Hashem. We're finished at that. So, so the Mishnah now explains. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Show Yeshava Messiah, Shnagah Hashem, Show Messiah. Bein Anavela Klum, Zenoitl. Mona. Michael takes a mona. mona, and I'm left with a mona. Now the shur goes before that, and it kicks Mechel shur. Mechel gets the hundred dollars. Ushulafana Michael is neitel chamishim zuz, and vezenoitel chamishim zuz, and Aaron's left with chamishim zuz. Now the shur kicks again. Joey shur. Shur acher shavam asayim. Acher Joey gets neitel mona. Ushulafana. Mechel gets Chamishim Zuz because he was a 50% partner at that stage in the kicking. Schneimer, Schneimer, Michael and me get dinner Zov, which is 25 a quarter each. Look the Mishnah. The Mishnah that started off that saying, Rashitis Rameyer, the last thing was Shittis Rabshimen. Shittis Rameyer was Achron Achron. The first guy gets paid his full damage. If there's anything left, the second to last guy gets. And then, Masnis Mane, who does Rameyer hold like? Zuck the Gemara, the Lake Rabbi Shmol. It must be not like Rabbi Shmol. And not like Rabbi Kiva. Why? What does Rabbi Shmuel say? When my shark kicked Michael's shark, Michael doesn't have any ownership. What does Michael have that I owe him money? Why do we say the last guy, Joey's shark, Joey's the winner? Michael's the winner. Why? Because Michael is the first Balchayib. And usually when I owe money and I first indebted to Michael and then I indebted to Michael and then to Joey, who collects first? Michael collects first. So why do we say Achanachan? Why do we say Joey? And if we say like Rabbi Kiva, that actually Michael became a partner. It should be like It doesn't go to the guy before because the guy before is also a shutif in it already. And therefore the obligation should be split amongst all of us. So why do we say the last guy, Joey, he gets a hundred bucks and then the next hundred bucks goes to Mechel? No, the next hundred bucks should be split. 50 to Mechel, 25 to Michael, and 25 to Aaron. So Elamai is a raya, a mayor doesn't hold like either one. I'm a rubber. So Ibazid is trying to understand what's the smart shit this Ramayer. I'm a rubber. Loyalam Kirbishmol. Really, Ramayer holds like Rabishmol. The Omar Balchibis Ninu that all Michael is and everybody, they're only Balchib. With the Kashaloch, and if you asked if so, Achanachaniska, why does the last guy collect first? Rishin Rishiniska, we should have had the first guy Michael gets first. Oh, by skinning, you know what we're talking about? Kigon Shitovsom Nizik Likvois Amena, that Michael was impatient and he grabbed the shore from me before Bezin. 
and therefore Vinasa like we spoke before. Now Michael becomes the Shaver like a Shaver Sacher. And therefore he becomes obligated in the next damages. So therefore, when the Shur kicks Michael, Michael's the loser. When the Shur Mechel went and so forth. And therefore, who's the guy who didn't do any wrong? Only Joey. Poor Joey. He was the last guy who got kicked by somebody that nobody. So Joey collects in full first. And Frank Gemari, okay, if that's true, yes, boy, then what happens if there's anything left over after Joey was paid? It shouldn't go back to the previous guy. Who should it go back to? Me, to Aaron. Because all the... The continuation kickings, whose responsibility was it, uh, Michael? Yours. You should have watched it. Why should I lose? After the first kick, how much money was I supposed to end up with, Rabbi Sai? $100, right? My show was worth 200 It kicked Michael's. Michael's entitled to 100 I'm left with 100 Everything that happens afterwards is no longer to me. It's on Michael's account, on Mechel's account, etc. So if at the end we give Joey 100 because he did no wrong, now the other 100 should go back to me because you guys are responsible for the rest. It should go. So you gotta, you gotta not bother me now, this woman. Okay. So Ravina says, the Mishnah, when it says, it doesn't mean to the Nizik before. In other words, if the, and here's the difference. Listen to the beauty. Rabbi Sa, you got to keep up with the math. We talk that the value of all the shores were consistent. Michael's shore was worth 200. Mechel's shore was worth 200. And Joey's shore was worth 200. Imagine that Joey's shore is worth less than Mechel's shore. It's worth only 150. So then, even though Michael took responsibility because he was tough as he grabbed the shore and therefore he had responsibility, but his responsibility only resulted in a chiv of 75. And he, correct? And, and Michael was getting 100. So there's 25 bucks that Michael's still entitled to, right? Because his. Weakness in his shmira caused a loss of 75. But Michael's weakness in the shmira caused $100 to Michael. So Michael can collect that before it goes back to me. So therefore, and therefore, the point is, if the value of the sherm are not equal, then you're right. Each, as you step back, each one has the opportunity to pick up a little cash. Is the point because you guys were teufus, you didn't wait to bezin each one of you, and therefore now not ownership as Rabbi Kiva, but what do you want to say, Rameir? Is Kirby Shmol? Yochev so emesefe. Pshimenoim Meshur Shav Masayim Shnagak Shur Shav Masayim. Bein Anavelik Yof Klumzen Noitel Monavzen Noitel Mona. Because of Anagak Shur Achet Shav Masayim Achet Noitel Mona Shafanavzen Noitel Kameshim Zuz. Then Noitel Kameshim Zuz. Because of Anagak Shur Shav Masayim Achet Noitel Mona. Ushulfanav Noitel Kameshim Zuz. Shnei Meshurim Dinazor. And that, how did we explain Rav Pshimen? 
We explained it when we learned the Mishnah Asan Rabbi Kiva. That works perfectly according to Rabbi Kiva. The Omar Tura the Shutfi, that Michael, the minute my shark kicked yours, you became a Shutif with me. And therefore, I owed you a hundred bucks. You owed a hundred bucks in the shark. When the shark, even if Lloyd Toughest, when the shark then went ahead and kicked Mechel Shar, 50% of that damage is on your account, not on my account. And that's how we did Rabbi Shimon. The way you're saying Rabbi Meir goes according to Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Shimon goes according to Rabbi Kiva. So in Yeshiva, they said, and what are you asking, Kashas? We know in another place, not over here, the we learned it a few times. Shinuna, Sharpie, don't ask Kashas on the Mishnah like that. Follow my lead, which is Reisha Rabbi Shmuel with Sefer Rabbi Kiva. It's not a kasha. Sometimes the Reisha goes according to one Tana, and sometimes the Sefer goes according to another Tana, and don't ask any kashas on it, and therefore we're okay. We learned later on, Rashi says, what does Rashi say? I give you a patch on your ear. Rashi gives another pshat. I blow into your ear. Uh, I blow with my mouth into your ear. So what's the problem over there? The, aside from the tsar that there is, there's also a busha. When you give a guy, you give him a whack on his ear, it's a busha, you're mavayashim, or you blow on his ear. It's a busha. Nice and light. Chavatimiratoi comments over here that it's terrible. Okay, but it happens. He has to pay the value of Busha. They were Meshire by an average person, is the value of a seller. Mona is a hundred Zuz. This guy blew into his friend's ear or gave him a patch on the ear. So he sent to Rabbi Yosef to ask him the Shiloh. We, we learned this already. There's two kinds of Mabeas. There's what's called a Mabea Tsuri and a Mabea Madina. The Mabea Tsuri came of the province of Tsur, and Medina was called the Mabeas that were used in Yerushalayim. The Pashta, that's what it is. The difference in them was how much silver was in the Mabea. The Tsuri was eight times the Mabea Medina. So it was the value of eight times, right? Not like today that they make it out of plastic, the money, or they make it out of paper, and the, there's no inherent value. It's just we stamp which president's on it, whether it's a $10 or a $100 bill. Then it was Kefida value. So Mabea Tsuri was eight times the silver in it, and therefore it was worth eight times as as much, right? And now, so the Rada Shaila is, this guy blew in his ears, the Chiyuv of Busha is how much? A seller. What kind of seller? That's what he said to Rabbi Yosef to ask. Sell a Tsuri? Does it mean a sell a Tsuri, which is Arba Zuz, for Zuzim of Tsuri? Or a sell a Medina? Or a sell a Medina, which a sell a Medina translated into Zuzim of Tsuri would be how much? One-eighth means it would be a half a zuz of tzuri, correct? Because one-eighth of four zuz is how much? A half a zuz. So in other words, is the chiyobosheth a cell of tzuri, which is four zuzim of tzuri? Or does it mean a cell of medina, which is really a half a zuz of tzuri? 
I'll bring you a raya. Where? From our Mishnah. The Shnei right? You remember our Mishnah went, how many cases, Joey? My shore kicked Michael, then it kicked Nechel, and then it kicked Joey. It didn't go so far to say it kicked Lucy. So the Gemara says, Isak Daitach, Tona Tana, Sela de Medina, the Detana was was t- talking about Sela Medina. If so, the Chotzi Zuz is a full cell of Medina. So Ibazoi Niflik Venisna Tracer Sela. The Gemara could have broken it even fine tune it further down. But then the 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 behemoth ticked uh 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 Luzi. And when it kicked Luzi, how much do I get? Instead of getting one eighth, which was 25, I will get half of that. And I could add another thing because what will be left for each one? Me, how much will I be left for the first guy, the first Nezek and the Bailam? Each one of us will have in a cell of Medina, we'll have 10 and a half, but the 10 and a half, that half is still a cell because we said one cell of Medina is equal. The point is like this. The Gemara thought the Tana is not going to give me example where it has to get into fractions of dollars. It's not going to do that, but it'll get into full dollars. So if we're talking Sela Medina, then perfect. If Sela Tsuri, then we can go all the way down because we can go one step letter. And since the Gemara, since the Gemara didn't go down, we see Sela means a Sela Tsuri. And since it means a Sela Tsuri, it didn't want to break it into fractions. Omalei said, that's not a proof. Tanaki Ruchla, the listener. What are, how many, how many kicks do you want the Tana to do? It's enough. It gave already three. Michael, Nechel, and Joey. Do we need to go to Luzi? If we go to Luzi, Luzi, this is your favorite. I'm surprised you didn't say it. You always say, I'm Kanein Ladoversov. There's no end, so there's no right. Second one might have a law. Lamaista, we have a Shiloh. When the Mishnah says, Sela, does it mean a Sela? When we said, Yechai of a Sela, Sela Medina or Sela Tsuri? The Gemara Pashtua, they brought a raya. When it mentions Kesef in the Torah, it means Kesef Tsuri. So the Vreim, when it says it in the, in the, uh, then always what it means is Kesef Medina. It means the smaller portion, which is Kesef Medina. So therefore, when, when he said, uh, when he said to blow in, the din of Boishis is a Drabanon where Kavea the Shir, so the shear they meant was a kesela kesav medina. Amaleahu gavra. This person met Rab Yosef, and this guy, this guy who they blew into his ear. So how much does the other guy owe him now, Joey? A sela. What? How much sela? According to Rab Yosef, now only a sela medina, which is a half a zuzuri, not a big amount of money. Amaleahu gavra. So this guy Luzi, let's say it's Luzi. He said, It's only a half a zuzuri. I don't need it. You can keep it. The guy doesn't have to pay me. Um, so therefore, uh, Rabbi Yosef says, since they don't have to pay it, you know what? Let him give it to Ranim. The guy says, Luzi says, give it to Ranim. Luzi changed his mind. And he says, what do you mean? Albazuz is still Albazuz. Nitvinali, give it to me. You know what? I changed my mind. Only a half a zoo. It's still better than nothing. Give it to me. So that I could use it to buy some medicine for 
told him, no, 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 Luzi, sorry, too late. Even though right now I don't see any anim over here. What are you telling me, Zochanim? Luzi tells Rabbi Yosef, I don't see any anim you gave it to. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef was a gabai tzedakah for anim. We are like anayadanim, and therefore I was, it's as is, I was zochabayanim. So Rashidim say different things. We learn the Gitten. So some say the Gemara over here is talking about Rabbi Yosef was and we know the concept that there's three people over there. The giver, the recipient, the other one, he's kind of over here. Others say no, that um, because he was a Gabbai Tzedakah, in it itself would allow. And we'll finish with this. We know Shmita comes it's it's mishamit any alva. It takes away any loan unless you go and you do a principle and you say, Bezden, I'm putting the loan in your hands. You guys are the collector, so to speak, and therefore it's not mishamit. Yisoyim ain't shrichim prusbel. Yisoyim don't need prusbel. Why? Because we are like the yad yisoyim, and it's on our obligation of bezin to look out for the yisoyim. And therefore, even if they don't make a prusbel, it's all their stories, all their stories that they have. It's as if in our hand. Yisoyim ain't shrichim prusbel. Doesn't need uh, a prusbel. And we have Ram Gamliel. Because Ram Gamliel was the Nasi who based Dinai, Avim Shal Yisaymenu is like the Avim Shal Yisaymen doesn't need a principle. So in the same way, Rabbi Yosef said, Luzi, you change your mind. You don't want to give the half a zuz. You want it? Tough luck. You said already, I'm Rabbi Yosef. I'm like Anam Shluchay Danim Anam. We're acting on their behalf, and I was already coined for them, and therefore you're out there, half a zuz. Everybody should have a wonderful day. Anu kasameh.